Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but shots will get you hammered. Am I right, Razzo? Guys, it's the Bar Rescue After Show. Stay tuned! You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Woo! welcome to the Bar Rescue After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and I Yay! are already cracking up because this was quite an episode. Yeah. Jennifer, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I do wish that Kevin was here I with know, us. We though. miss you, Kevin. We do miss you. Um, I'm sure you're watching right now, though, Kevin, of everything we know we learned from you about this yes. show, Kev. So it's good to have you here. Uh, listeners, you guys already know my name is Jeff Graham, but that voice you should recognize <laughs> because J-Lo has been producing us for most of this season. Yes, guys. Hey, how are you? I'm so excited to be here with Jeff. Yes. Yahoo! I had to. She got here early, and I was like, "JLo, sorry, I'm yes. pulling you into the show. You have no choice." So. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm such a big fan of this show myself, yes. so I'm so, so it's super excited. To be great here. to have you. You've always been a part of the family, but yes. we're just throwing you in studio today, which is yes. great. Um, all right, so if this is your guys' first time tuning in the Bar Rescue After Show, welcome. We're glad to have you. Um, this is your definitive review source for Bar Rescue, and this week we're covering season six. Ryan, I believe episode forty-three. Is that right? Episode 43. Insanity. Sticks and stones may break your bar. Mm -hmm. Um, Quick question, Jayla. Do you think this season uh, has gone on for long enough to be 43 episodes in, or should we just keep going? I think at this point we should just keep going and make it to 100. Make it to 100. 200. Yeah, set a record. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's crazy. John must be ready to start that season seven. But I also read somewhere online this is part three of season six. Oh, wow. Who knows? Either way, uh, this is episode 43, guys. Sticks and stones may break your bar, but we're not only covering the episode, we also have our Taffer takeaway, as well as some um, news and gossip, which, of course, we designate as our bar rescue update section. Mm. I don't want to say I've got bad news later in the show about this bar, mm. but uh, I'm also not going to not say I have bad news coming up later in the show. Either way, you got to make sure you stay tuned for all of it, yo. And um, I just said for all of it, yo. <laughs> That's what happens when you're live on air. Right. All right. Uh, J-Lo and I just watched this. Based on your reaction watching it live with me, I have a feeling you liked it. But what were your overall thoughts on this episode? I I mean, of course, I, I really enjoyed that episode. It was such a fun episode. It, it was an emotional and it was also a funny episode yes. at the same time, which is kind of crazy because, you know, sometimes you don't want to put um, emotional things like this, especially with Billy and his condition and stuff. And you don't want to laugh about it, but just like his employees all around were just yes. funny to watch. And I totally funny. agree. I was almost <laughs> surprised they sort of bailed on the emotional part, though. Yeah. I actually normally... was surprised, too, especially with John, because I know John is usually the big guy. He likes screaming, and he comes in there with the attitude and just ready to work, and yeah. what are you doing? And, yeah. you know, that You're made lazy or you're dumb i thought well normally when they introduce some kind of sickness or illness or death john kind of at least even if he goes hard on them leans in and is like but at the same time you're dealing with these circumstances but the show was like no he was diagnosed with non-hodgkin's lymphoma 
forget that. We're going to rip him a new one. No, yeah. He definitely walked in there with that attitude. And he was so angry. And to, I mean, he was right. Just seeing Billy on the side drinking. And, you know, he did write an emotional letter to John and said that he was willing to do anything. And when he saw him in video just drinking their shots and letting his employees drink shots and everything, of course, he's going to be really pissed off because you just said to him that you would do anything to fix this bar and, and be helped. And him walking in there seeing him like that, I mean, you're going to forget that he has everything else and just point. yell at him. So It's a really good point. I yeah. mean, it was maybe frustrating for us to see John go so hard on Billy, but right. in this case, I think I truly do believe that John knew Billy had potential, which oh, is yeah, why he sure. went all in. And mm-hmm. I also think Billy's probably not the kind of guy who wants to be given a pity card just because he had cancer, right, you know? No. Mm-hmm. So I really liked the episode overall. I was just kind of surprised by the way it was produced at certain times. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of our other characters we meet. <laughs> uh, let's start with Waterman. Interesting character, no, right? He an interesting character. I think he was very thankful and he really wanted to help. He just didn't know how, you know, um, mm-hmm. I think it was very intimidating to have that big responsibility of managing a bar, a million dollar bar, and maybe his employees not respecting him because thinking, you know, Billy's just doing this guy a favor and just helping him out. So as an employee, I'm sure there were probably times that Waterman got, well, you're just here because of pity, because, you know, you're his friend or, or anything like that. You're not really here to, you know, stay. So I'm, I'm sure employees definitely did not you know, find him any, you know, didn't give him any respect as authority. It's true. Speaking of employees and speaking of respect, (laughs) our girl Razzo. Oh my God. She was, she was Razzo Dazzle. (laughs) Classic bar rescue character. Definitely. She's, she was something else, you know, it's, she was a fun, you know, she's just one of those people that is just, she doesn't care. She's just drinking, going along. I think, in her mind, being a bartender was just like, let me go get this job and just drink away. And that's, you know, that's going to be my job. But she doesn't understand that being a bartender is a serious thing. You're yeah. basically stealing from the company you're working for. That's a great point. So, Speaking of Razzo, I do have to just quickly <laughs> shout out my favorite moment of the episode. Ryan, I've got to make sure you're on my camera. Yeah. Okay. So Taffer's talking and goes, you know, Raz is drinking right in front of you. You tell her not to take shots, but you know what she does? She went... And she did it anyway. <laughs> Such a good moment. I love the. <laughs> For those of you guys uh, listening on the podcast, it's a nice fu arm gesture yeah, with the elbow so. slap that resonated through our studio. <laughs> so great. That was amazing. She went and she did it anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, God bless John Taffer. God bless Razzo. Oh, uh, we're going to come back to the rest of our cast because we had a very interesting walkout this episode, which we don't always have. But we did. We're going to get to it in a minute. Um, during this recon, we see that this is a drag racing themed bar mm-hmm. for some reason called Sticks and Stones, even though it's about drag racing. I was really confused with the name, too. At very the, I didn't get it at the beginning. And then after I was like, wait, if this is a racing bar or slash country, whatever it was, why is it Sticks and Stones? I was I was really confused. I don't know if anybody knows Please let us know in the chat. Maybe. How about stripes and wheels? How about tracks and cars? Yeah, the first one was better, but, but yeah. better than sticks and <laughs> <It> stones. <laughs> I don't did not understand this, um, but you know they're losing about four thousand a month and uh, about forty four hundred. Oh, sorry, four thousand a week and about four hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. 
math doesn't add up, but that's okay. I'm not going to ask too many questions. <laughs> um, and we have Charity Johnson in for the bar. I thought she right. did a nice job. I thought she did. I will say, as much as I like Charity Johnson, she pitched that simple cocktail. I was just going to say that. Which involves setting wood chips on fire, but we'll get into that later in the show. I thought we were trying to stay away from anything lighting up in the bar. Very simple. Here are the 23 steps after you forage for mushrooms in the forest. Um, but Cut the bacon. Oh, it was a lot. But we also had Kevin Bledsoe. God bless Kevin Bledsoe. It's, he, he quickly is ascending the bar rescue chef ranks to be my yes, favorite. I think so, too. I think that um, the new kitchen worker, he what was his name? Rob. Rob. Uh, Rob was the one who left. Rob was the one that left, but the new one that got hired, oh he just felt so comfortable with Kevin. And I really like mm-hmm. that because they were in the back. The kitchen was running smoothly on the on the stress test. And usually it's the other way around. It's right. usually the kitchen that's always failing and then the bar is like, you know, doing really good. Good point. But in this case, it was running really good. Yeah, I, like I think... We were saying, we feel like Kev has, I'm talking Kevin Bloodstone, and let's say Kevin Onegaro too, yes. has a way of inspiring um, discipline in his team, but not through necessarily intimidation, right. but through kind of, I'm in the trenches with you, mm-hmm. I can be intense, but also still feel like I'm your teammate. Right, correct. And I think that motivates them to like, you know what, let me impress him, let me do this for him, yeah. and just kind of get it going. And they were serving three um, meals, so it was really good. The chicken wings, mm-hmm. the chili cheeseburgers, and the chili, which was all good. They so. all looked great. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Crystal, who, I gotta say, just seemed a little <laughs> over it this whole time. <laughs> she was freaking out. She was freaking out. <laughs> struggling. Caroline, who kind of pieced out. We saw her serving at the beginning, but didn't see much of Caroline throughout the no, episode. No, we did not. Um, and we had Rob, who just pieced the F.O. Yeah, we did not hear. I really thought we were going to hear something about it during training day. We did not hear anything about him. We didn't hear anything at the end. So I'm, I'm yeah, I was kind of bummed. I wish they would have at least been like, well, Rob left. Or, you know, or, he left and they didn't even give us an update. Yeah, they didn't give us an update. So I really wanted to know, did he say quit, F everyone there, F whatever, you yeah, know? What my breakdown. Yeah, I did too. I wanted to know what I happened to, to see him smash some windows. Yes. <laughs> um, so during this recon, we send two um, Kansas Chief offensive linemen in. Mm-hmm. I always love the idea when he sends professional ass- athletes in and he's like, just try to be non-conspicuous. Mm-hmm. And you're sending two like jacked 220 pounds, <laughs> six like these are normal customers, quote unquote. Um, but these guys, uh, what did they order? Let's see. Mitch and Andrew, they first ordered that red drink. Which... A Long Island with cranberry juice, which I've never heard of before. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there might be drinks out there like that, but that did not. It just looked like straight out cranberry juice or, or Kool Aid. Yeah, it was like the wrong color. Like it looked so artificial. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it, really it didn't did. look very great. Mm-hmm. And then um, I got to say, overall, I didn't think this recon was as bad as we've seen for some. No, the mm-hmm. team. The thing with the cigarette was pretty gross. Yeah. Um, but then the moment that really did gross me out was when one of the chiefs ordered. Um, a chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. And the uh, chef touched the chicken and then mm-hmm. went to go make nachos without washing his hands. Mm-hmm. That is like Salmonella Central. Right. And he had the like towel rag around him and he kept putting it like around his neck. Imagine being in the kitchen, you're sweating all day. The thing it's is true. right next to you and you're wiping down areas where you probably could clean and everything. So it's 
That was disgusting. It's funny. The, the rag didn't bother me as much. Really? It's it bothered maybe, me. Do you watch Queer Eye at all? I do not. Okay, so the new <laughs> Netflix Queer Eye, I gotta say, is pretty good. And that's what Aunt Anthony does, who's uh-huh. the chef. He's always like, you're not a real chef unless you've got a towel on your shoulder. So <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of pro-towel just purely because of Anthony Porosky. But even but, John was disgusted by it. Yeah, he, he even said, like, you have a rag on your neck. <laughs> even the um, cab, too. He was very disgusted by it. Because he was like, grossed out. It, you're sweating, it's and then true. you're going to clean this. It's so. not like it's your own kitchen. No, it's like it's, you're in this public kitchen. Exactly. And they're not washing their hands from the bartender to the cook. No there one's definitely washing nobody's washing their hands. I did love, though, with the towel. And John comes in, he's like, the towel's on this shoulder, it's on this <laughs> shoulder, it's on every shoulder. <laughs> Throw the towel. <laughs> Craziness. Um, one moment that John really criticized was when uh, Mitch and Andrew ordered the burger and the chicken sandwich. Mm. And the chef said, that's totally fine. It's going to be at least 30 minutes. Is that okay? Right. And John got really mad. He did. And I was like, you know, on one hand, I get it. We've got to get these food orders down. But I also really appreciate when service gives me a realistic timeline. Right. Because it makes you, you know, you decide whether are you going to stay here exactly. or not. For example, a couple of days ago, I was in Vegas and there was a restaurant that was so packed. And they let us know ahead of time, like, hey, food's going to be like 30, 40 minutes. I was really hungry. So I decided to leave. I was like, no, I, I don't want to wait. But that was my choice. Totally. Um, but I do. I am gonna agree. There was nobody at the restaurant, so why would my food take thirty minutes? That's if there's true. nobody there. I just sometimes you what know. bar rescue will do is they'll criticize you, but then give you a little bit, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes John will say, like you know. I, I want to be honest. I appreciated the fact that you at least were realistic, mm-hmm. but he they did gave him no cushion on that right. one. Mm-hmm. J Lo, I don't know you went to Vegas. Yeah, I went just for a couple of days. It was with family though, so I didn't get to get all crazy. Not, not all crazy. On not this you, trip. Jeff. Oh. <laughs> Fun fact, yeah. I love Las Vegas. If you guys he watched my Bar SQ episode where we did the NLV, uh, UNLV, University of Las Vegas, Nevada, Ooh. you can see how much I love Vegas. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, raw chicken, and then uh, Razzo starts pouring shots for the oh. Chiefs. And she's taking, she says, you want some of the D? What was, what was that? What's the D? It's tequila. I went, okay, for a second, I was like, is that the brand? But I was trying to think of all the tequila brands, and there's no. Is Dom Perignon? Dom Perignon. Is that Dom, tequila? Dom Perignon. No. Is it? I don't know. I don't Dom know. Julio? Maybe. Maybe. I think it was Don Julio tequila. There you go. I trust yeah, Jalen when I trust myself on this one. <laughs> but then as, as she's was, pouring them. And, I was really confused about why do I want the tea? I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then my favorite quote of the episode. Well, guys, just, just stop being a vagina and take the shot. <laughs> the thing I liked about this was uh, normally we'd hear stop being and then another word that sometimes gets used for the anatomical part right. I said. Mm-hmm. So it's like she was still being rude, but like in kind of a like more anatomical way right, anatomically right. correct very strange very 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 strange, strange from Razzo <laughs> but that's the breaking point John's mad he comes in he's upset and uh, I will say for the most part everyone really took John's beating pretty well oh yeah I was really surprised I I mean besides Rob walking away and not as not knowing Rob, what happened to yes. him but other than that I think for Razzo to take what he said, and she admitted it, like, yeah, I'm a drunk mess. Like, and she was crying all over and yeah. saying maybe I should bring my A game and stuff. But I thought she was going to be the one walking away, to be honest. Especially, like, clearly when she's drinking, she's emotional. Right. It's a good thing she's not an angry drunk, because that's right. what happens. These producers get you sloshed. You know, <laughs> you know it's the kind of thing where the producers are like, well, if she took one more, it would be fine. Yes. Just because they know if you're a little 
cooked up, you're more likely to snap back. Snap when back. But or... she was very emotional. So, yeah, Razzo, no. we're on your team. Yeah, I was definitely surprised. I thought she was going to get fired right away by John, to be yeah. honest. I thought she was not going to make it. I did not think the that Rob was going to react the way he did. He was just no. he was like, I can throw shit, too. And he was like, <laughs> Oh, I can throw stuff too. Sorry. And he was just throwing everything around. I was like, wait, if I was a borrower, I was like, stop throwing stuff around. Well, that's what's funny is John's, especially this season, been very into the physical yes. throwing. Yes. We're all just walking, yeah, throw this, you throw that. When he started dumping cigarettes in the well, the beer well, I was like, oof. I know, that's crazy. But they had to clean it anyway. Yeah. Um,. So yeah, pretty standard recon, right? Mm-hmm. Any Definitely. anything significantly notable that we haven't covered? Um, I mean, I know we went over Crystal that she was just freaking out, but she was an assistant manager, and I That's really wish that they would have involved her more in that, you know, Waterman and Billy right. kind of negotiation they had going on Mm -hmm. you know because waterman was there to help billy but then john asked him you need to make him you need to give him a cut if you want him to help you and you want to give him that authority you need to give him a cut i feel that crystal needed to be a part of that even if she doesn't get a cut but they're both owners eventually they're going to be times that are they're going to travel and go away so who's going to take over the bar she's definitely going to be the one i could not agree more jayla i think so, that's a really interesting point mm-hmm. for us to learn that crystal was the assistant manager mm-hmm. and then for her to be essentially just a silent voice through this whole exactly. episode i really wish they would have definitely brought her up that was one thing that i was surprised that they didn't because yeah. i feel like she was an important person to on that negotiation even if she wasn't getting that yeah, and even if we hadn't seen her in the negotiation, really seen her at all this yeah, episode. Yeah, we did not. We, we really just, didn't. I really thought she was just another bartender, yeah. to be honest. Just she seemed another, like it. She just seemed like another bartender. So. Excellent point. Um, well, next time. Or another episode, I guess. <laughs> the one thing that you really pointed out, which I think was great. I just lost my notes. That's the fun of live TV. I'll grab in a minute, guys. Um, the one thing that you pointed out that I really appreciated was I felt like they went a little hard on this team for the recon. The bar wasn't that bad, but... When they were starting to clean out the beer in the beer well, that water and ice was gross. Oh, And you brought up the point that if they're scooping ice from that well at any point, oof. That's the ice that they use for our drinks. So the fact that they were using that ice and it was just covered in all, like, different flavors, beer, cigarettes, cigarettes, and just sweat because they don't wash their hands. You know, that was just very gross. When I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's mostly recon. That covers everyone. That covers our cast of characters. John comes in the next day, and of course, he uh, is easier on the crew, but he was still kind of hard on them. Because mm-hmm. he read the personal letter that Billy had written to John. Billy's right. been a longtime fan. He's been to two of seminars in Chicago, and John <laughs> still went in. Yeah, he did. But I think it's because he knows he needs to break this team before he's able to build them back up. Right. We learned during this heart-to-heart that um, the uh, bar lost around upwards of... Two and a half thousand dollars in three days. Right. They were mm-hmm. supposed to have profited about seven K and they really profited about five K with all the stolen drinks. Right. Razo. So, bad news, Your bad girl. news bears. Yeah, Razo had two thousand dollars <laughs> worth of shots of the D, as we say. As we say, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, let's talk about this food before the stress test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Kevin Bledsoe. I mentioned it at the top. I think he's a grill a pit master, really, right. with barbecue. I thought he went a little overboard on some of these dishes. I liked the idea of the chili, and mm-hmm. I liked the idea of the wings. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are two masterful dishes. Right. Why combine 
you know, why put chili on the burger? Mm-hmm. I thought we went overboard with some of these suggestions. I think we should have just had wings in the chili. Right. I, I think so, too. I'm not really big on... I just think that we both are not really big on, like, too many things on our burgers. I like yeah. my burger, you know, a basic burger, tomato, cheese, pickles, whatever, done deal. I don't like that extra stuff. Yeah. It's just, to me, it's too much. I agree. Um, and I love barbecue, but I don't necessarily love barbecue with ground beef. Right. And chicken wings are already kind of messy enough to be eating. Yeah. So I can't even imagine holding a burger in a bar and letting all the chili just fall out. So I would have definitely just stick to the wings and the... And the chili, I think that would have been like just perfect. And I love Kansas City chili, but yeah. <laughs> it's interesting with a, with a burger in general. I I don't like too much sauce because mm-hmm. it gets the bun soggy, right, and I just right. don't like a soggy burger. Yes. But mm-hmm. this leads us. Oh, and then a, our drink for this first round was why am I not remembering? I had it written down. This is not the complicated fire whiskey <laughs> drink. This is the. Uh, it was like the berry one that they had. Yeah, like a vodka peach, peach a peach berry a peach type berry. of yeah. Yes. Um. And in anticipation for the stress test, the scenario is that we have 26 and a half minutes to serve 40 people. people. Right. I wonder why this... I, you know, I had Very never, specific. Right. I hadn't seen that, but I was thinking, and I brought it together, I'm thinking maybe because it's a race bar, yeah. and you have a certain amount of time to get that car ready before the driver goes, so I don't know if that was kind of like... That Ooh. connection he was trying to make. Jayla, you should 20... be producing this show. <laughs> Why didn't we have a pit crew set up here? Um, I don't know. I think that was my thing that I got from it. Like twenty six minutes, twenty. I don't you know the usually car. I mean, I don't. I don't know anything about cars or racetrack or anything. But I'm thinking that's how fast they need to get to fix the car, get it going. So I think that was the idea that John got. Gosh, like I love that idea. Here's what I'll <laughs> say though: I've my uh, wife is from Indianapolis, so mm-hmm. we go to the Indy 500 oh, every okay. couple years, mm-hmm. and the pit. Believe it or not, when they get in there, it's about 10 seconds. Right. They change all the tires. It's incredible. If you ever right. get the chance to see live mm-hmm. race car driving, NASCAR, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, it's an interesting scene, but yeah. it's really it's cool to watch, especially as the pit. They will remove these tires, regas the right. car, get mm-hmm. everything set. It takes about 10 to 20 seconds. Right. Maybe it was the idea I think that, that was the idea. It's just this time they did it more with, like, boo of course and drinks. I just they could have produced that connection of you yeah, know the I, average pit crew takes 26 seconds to do this so we're giving you 26 minutes to serve right. 40 people. I wish they would have cuz I felt that that was the connection they were trying to make but I don't know I could be wrong um but I do wish they would have kind of cleared that part up like yeah. why 26 minutes cuz we hadn't seen that. I have never seen that in an episode of Bar Rescue. I don't no. know if you've seen them before but um that's why I, that's the only thing that I could get from it so well, either way, uh, we have 26 and a half minutes to serve 40 people. <laughs> Kitchen's doing fine, as we mentioned. Yes, They're kitchen. keeping up, getting the food out. Mm-hmm. The bar was struggling. 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 struggling, it, struggling. it had been 20 minutes, and they had served, like, five to six people. Right. And uh, poor Crystal was in a daze. She, I thought any minute she was either going to get a glass and throw it at someone, or she was going to pass out. Because yeah. she, she just... Couldn't keep up. She just could not keep up. Neither could Razzo. Neither could Razzo. But what I liked about Razzo was that her attitude was like, okay, I know I suck, but I'm going to keep on trying. And, <laughs> giving her you best. Know, giving her best. Crystal was just really fed up. And when Waterman went up to her, she was like putting her hand in his face and like, leave me alone. Yeah. And, you know. and Speaking of Waterman... At least the show kind of framed this, that this massive failure behind the bar was all on Waterman. Yeah, and I don't know if I 
I completely agreed with that, to be honest. You know, it's just, you know, it's kind of an awkward position to put him in because this is not his bar. You know, the staff obviously does not respect him. So it's kind of tough to put him in a position to give authority to others and, you know, really manage this bar and tell people what to do and, like, hurry them up because they don't even respect you We saw Crystal many times just rolling her eyes every time he would come, what are you doing or do you need help or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's intimidating. And it's and for I'm pretty sure this is really new to him. So when it, it's something new, you know, you try your best, but sometimes you just, you know. I'm glad you brought that up. I want to have a more in-depth discussion about Waterman in just a minute, and then we'll get back to the stress test. But before all of that, I want to quickly let our listeners know um, that we are so happy you're here, and uh, so happy, in fact, that JLo has a little message for you guys. Yes, I'm so excited to be here with you guys, you know, as a producer and also a host. I'm so excited that we get to create all this contact with you guys, and of course, we couldn't do it without you guys. So please subscribe and give us a five um, thumbs up, and leave us any comments below, and give us a five thumbs an Apple podcast mm-hmm. and also we are also streaming a new channel after Buzz TV Latino that I also produce and host so definitely if you know you, you know you're Spanish or you want to learn with us definitely tune in and look, of our, look at our shows and give us a thumbs up and comment there and let us know what else you guys want to watch so, yeah. Dare I say, J-Lo, gracias <laughs> De nada. for that announcement. <laughs> that is the extent of my Spanish, which is shameful because I live in Los Angeles. Uh, but yeah, I really appreciate it. And J-Lo's really, really worked hard to help get this After Buzz Latino channel <laughs> Thanks, up and Jen. running. So if any of our um, listeners are bilingual, yes. definitely check that out. We're covering really, really influential Spanish-speaking yes. content on that yes. channel. So really cool stuff Jennifer's doing <laughs> over there. So back to Waterman. I want to talk about him and Billy's relationship because we haven't really dived into it yet. Right. Um, um, really interesting here because on one hand, I feel like Waterman was sort of a pinch hitter. You know, mm. when Billy got sick, it was like Waterman's my friend. He may not be qualified to do this, but we're going to slide him in. Mm-hmm. As a result, he doesn't get much respect because he's not necessarily qualified. Right. But then we get this turn where John is almost pushing Billy to offer Waterman half of the company. Right, and I personally did not agree with that. You know, at the moment is, of course, Billy's going to be. I mean. Waterman's gonna be like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. You know, of course he's gonna say yes. You know, it's it's money. You know, especially if you don't have it and you've never been given this opportunity or big responsibility. Of course you're gonna say yes at the moment because anything counts. But I just didn't agree with that. I feel like that was something that needed to be discussed off camera, and really, especially. Um, it's, and I'm kind of weirded out that John said that. You know, as yeah. a businessman, you know, decisions like that, you can't really talk about it or make a decision right away within days to give someone. Yes, I thank you for helping me for whatever, and you know, you're like a brother and, and whatever. But half of the company, that's. That's that's a really big, big decision, and that's a big thing. It's a lot of equity, especially for the fact that um, Billy's the one who's put all this money in. Right. Um, Ryan, our producer in the booth, and I love a show on HBO called Succession. Mm-hmm. So I feel like lately my mind has been especially sort of like equity and business oriented because mm-hmm. I've been watching that show, and I bet a lot of our viewers watch that show as well. But um, exa- there it yes. is, cash register. But even um, <laughs> on that show, they... Uh, will take more time to make these big decisions. And for John to sort of light a fire under Billy's bum, to make that decision as quickly as he did was uh, not necessarily the most taffer move. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Regardless, Waterman proves that he's not really qualified for this right. during he the did. stress test. Right, right. I 
you know, it, it's a big decision. I know that it must have been really stressful because he's thinking, I'm pretty sure he's thinking about like, okay, if I do good, I get half of this company. But he didn't because I'm pretty sure that's all he was thinking about. And he was trying to improve and let these people respect him. But like I said, you know, nobody knew who he really was. Right. People are just like, you're just a friend of Billy's. They didn't even respect Billy. So why are they going to respect someone that just came in and... Just trying to tell him what to do. Good point. So. Well, this led to a very emotional heart to heart later right. um, when John really doesn't take it easy on Waterman. <laughs> and I thought Waterman was maybe on the verge of tears during I this. I thought so too. Um, he kept it together for the cameras, but definitely an emotional moment for John, Waterman, and Billy. Yeah, because he definitely let him know, like, you blew it, you blew it in the stress yeah. test. He let him know in front of the people, like, you suck, like, you did not do good. He so. did, he really shamed him in front of everyone. <laughs> yes, and I was like, oh my god, you're not gonna have anything. <laughs> yeah, kind of painful. Yeah. Um, either way, this heart-to-heart, I think it's enough to inspire Waterman to try to perform better for this renovation. Right. Mm-hmm. And we do get to see the renovation, mm-hmm. and both of us loved this renovation. Oh, yeah. I loved it. It was so good. What were some of your highlights, JLo? I really loved the cars coming out of the walls and stuff, yeah. and the light speeding, and the little, like, smoke. Loved the smoke, yeah. Kevin I and I, that. as you know, talk a lot about how... When Taffer's going in, it's fun to theme the bar, but if you can incorporate some kind of interactive gimmick or social media type of Mm -hmm. instigator opportunity, um, it's even better. And this was the perfect balance to me of kind of like kitschy, fun gimmick, but like effective business generator and... um, you know, just to remind you guys, every time the smoke were to pour out of the front grating on the car mm-hmm. that was built into the bar, mm-hmm. take shots. Right. And, um, yeah, I, have you ever been to a bar where they've done, like, the shots type so of thing? They've done, I've been to bars where they, like, do, like, horns or something, yeah. or, like, the lights lit up, beep, and you gotta, like, and you have to, like, drink shots or something like that, but I really enjoyed it, because... There it is. <laughs> there it is. Turn that up, right? We can yes. hardly hear it. Yes. There it is. Shots. We should have taken bring shots into this. Next time. Next time we we'll need to bring shots. We'll pull a razzo. Yes, we do. Have some of the D, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, we need to have Kevin here with us, too, drinking yeah. some shots with us, yes. too. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it, and it was, it was fun uh, seeing all that. And I really liked it because, too, I feel that since he's into all that race car kind of thing, I feel like he can make money out of that um, yeah. during those you know, car tournaments, he could have all these people come in and he would definitely make money. I really enjoyed it. Just looked cleaner, more spacious, not all those pool tables taking over because that was one of the things that John said. Why do you guys have so many pool tables? Is this like a car bar, a country bar, pool bar? Like, Mm. what was it? So, yeah, I loved the modern update. Loved the uh, lighting underneath the bar. Um, I didn't even mention it, but the name was changed to the Pit Stop, which I think is a great name. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, of course, pit crew and pit barbecue that kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh we didn't mention it but i have to kind of get mad at charity johnson right now because she (laughs) promised an easy cocktail (laughs) and yet this cocktail involved taking this individual glass and setting it under a pile of smoking wood chips Mm -hmm. that you let on fire yourself again really cool idea but it was but she's like it's very simple fly to europe slaughter a pig (laughs) Spin I the just pig think for the bacon. I just you know knowing that she had two bartenders that obviously could not even serve forty people in twenty minutes. You know this kind of drink was a little bit difficult for yeah. them. You know they're not experienced bartenders. They needed something super easy like liquid 
liqueur juice, shake it, and flowers It did look delicious, though, I will say. I love it, a smoky whiskey. Or, I feel like there's been easier uh, whiskey drinks that they've um, shown before. Sure. I feel something else would have been different. Or even just, I don't think we need all that fire, because I feel like it's going to drag them behind. But I think I they could have just like, cut some kind of woody Manhattan or old-fashioned or, or something. something. Or maybe like on top, or sprinkling it on top or something. It's also weird. There were wood chips in the drink. Yeah. Which that could taste good, but I'd be nervous that I'd splinter my throat. <laughs> Drinking wood chips? <laughs> I don't want to drink wood chips. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it for all of us. Okay. Um, either way, though, we did love the renovation. No, yeah. Props the, to Taffer. It was gorgeous. It was love the gorgeous. new name. Was, Everything about it. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Really good, J-Lo. Yes. Very wow. good. But unfortunately, no. not good enough. Let's get into our Bar Rescue Updates, news, and gossip. No. After Buzz TV. The pit stop is dead. <gasps> no. Closed. What? C L O S E D. Cerrado? Cerrado. Is that, did I say that right? Cerrado. Cerrado. Yes. The pit stop is cerrado. Check out Afterbus TV Latino. Devastating J Lo. What? Let's get into what it. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Oh my God. The bar actually closed in early July and thanked customers for 12 years in business. However, about three weeks later, the bar decided to reopen again and they are still operating, but the bar is currently listed for sale for 575k, and the listing brags about being on Bar Rescue. Oh my god. For those of you guys listening, I just fake vomited out of frustration and rage that they're closing the bar. It seems like Six and Stones did whatever it took to get Bar Rescue to do a makeover with the intentions of putting the bar up for sale after the makeover. <gasps> no! I just threw my notes because I'm so angry. So they... Oh my god. Jimmy was... It, Billy? Billy! Billy was <laughs> a fraud. Know. Just threw my notes. He was a fraud. He pretended like to be the biggest Taffer fan and apparently just did this renovation to put the bar up. <gasps> That's at least what Bar Rescue Updates is telling us. Oh, my God. The fact that they're bragging about the renovation. Yeah, no. Pretty brutal. I feel like we could read reviews, but if the bar's closing, I don't even want to... What's the point? I don't want to gratify them. I don't, no. I don't even want to give them the time of day or my review or anything. Kind of a rough track record for Barsky Updates lately. Oh, my God. And this is filmed in April. That's the thing that's bad. This filmed about three and a half months ago. You know, I sometimes I don't understand these kind of bars why they don't last you're getting all this stuff free and it's just people and other parts would be dying to even get on the shows like this or get some kind oh of revelation. And the number and, of people that watch Bar Rescue it would be yes. so easy to leverage this you get a cardboard cut out of Taffer and you say come get your picture with John Taffer here right. at this bar. Like I would go and I've met Taffer but I'm like such a fan of gimmicky bar stuff. Yeah, It's so easy to ride the coattails of this renovation. And it's like you're basically getting a second chance to make money and pick up all that money that you lost. Thank and you. You're just gonna throw it away and be like you know what I don't want to follow the directions and it's it's rough. I'm bummed. Really I'm so bummed because that was like one of my favorite bars renovations. I know. I love the so renovation. Far. Well. Mm-hmm. It's going to be someone else's now. Hopefully they keep the theming and the bar continues to go. I hope so. Either way, we do have to do our Taffer takeaways. j any major lessons that you kind of took away from this episode? I can go first if you want to think. You can go. 
Okay. I think the Bledsoe approach to teamwork is what I took away from this episode. Right. Be hard on people, you know, be intimidating, but get in the trenches with them. I think one manager who I see do that really well, who's not afraid to be firm, but also Mm -hmm. really makes himself on your team, Mm -hmm. is our manager, Captain Kevin Undergaro, who hops on this panel, too. I think he's a great model of what it means to be, like, a, a leader teammate. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I think Kevin's really good at doing that. And yeah. I think we saw that from K-Bled this week, which is why the kitchen ran as well as it did. Right. Yeah, I think that too. I think that, you know, yes, sometimes, you know, we if you're not used to someone yelling at you or being in your face and telling you, like, you're doing this wrong, do it like this, you know, it can be intimidating. And it can be like, you know, you can be standoffish and, you know, not want to listen. But I think at the end of the day, the reason John um, and Kevin, too, tell us, you know, things a certain way, even if you don't want to listen to it or even if you don't like it, it's because they've been through those experiences yes. themselves and they don't want you to go through it. Why go through it and not listen to the person that already went through it and just take their advice? Mm. You know, they don't want you to work extra hard when you can just avoid it by taking that advice and applying it to your everyday you know, life and stuff, whether it be work school whatever it is that you're doing well any said. projects so well said yeah. and i think with that we're gonna make our way out of here yeah um we didn't really see oh we did see a quick preview we'll do just like the shortest predictions i'm uh throwing my producer your there after it is. buzz tv prediction looks like pretty classic bar rescue next week right pretty classic it's actually yes. in two weeks but uh maybe three no two weeks because labor day's mm-hmm. off uh looks like a 95% of vodka unaccounted for situation. <laughs> yes. Very excited. I feel like a vodka drunk is a very specific kind of drunk, and I'm excited to see people being videotaped while they're vodka drunk two weeks from now, guys. I love, you know, that measuring thing that they do with yes. the liquor. It's so much fun because I love seeing when John pulls up the money and is like, you lost five million dollars because you drank all the shots or whatever the amount is. And it's yes. it's crazy because it's thousands and thousands of dollars that crazy. they literally could have made up. Like, totally. could have had in their pockets. So. Uh, podcast yeah. listeners, that was me attempting to do a drum roll. I apologize <laughs> for confusing you as you listen. All right, let's get out of here now. Yes. Jennifer Lopez, as you mentioned, you are heading up our Latino channel, but yes. you're doing more at the network. Let us know where we can find you and what you're up to. All right, you guys can find me at Jen underscore Lopez underscore 89, and you guys can find me and After Buzz, La- After Buzz TV Latino channel. I am currently hosting Los Spookies and I am producing The Riveras which is tonight with Leslie Cologne so definitely check that out and next week hopefully we will be covering The Selena Secret which is El Secreto de Selena on Telemundo so if you guys want to learn or if you're bilingual definitely come along and support us. Love it and you guys can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham if you're interested I do all of our Bachelor coverage here <laughs> yes. and uh, big news I dropped today on our Bachelor mm. Daily News segment on this very channel so if you want to uh you want to see yes. definitely check that out it's been unofficially announced who our 2020 bachelor is going to be so big big news in the Super world of bachelor exciting. and as i mentioned you can find me on twitter at jeffrey c graham captain kev we miss you you guys can find him at undergaro and make sure to check out his show the tomorrow show every wednesday at mm-hmm. 5 to 7 p.m somewhere mm-hmm. in that time and we'll see you next week guys uh two weeks from now here on the bar rescue after show thank you bye guys our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later.
The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 